This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Gerard Farrelly. And I'm Eve Kavanagh. And you're listening to Agony Rants. Well, how are you, chicken? Welcome. I'm starting my New Year's resolution this week, okay. right? Now, I, I've exercised, Neve. Just the once. Delighted. Did. One. But you only need to do one. You post a photograph on Instagram, it's over. That's it. Yeah. Did, did, you, ha- did you get new exercise gear for Christmas? <sighs> no, I didn't, Neve. I... Here's the thing, right? Because a lot of people around me exercise. Oh, yeah. And because I'm kind of exposed to exercise... Yeah, you're looking at me like I'm involved in that conversation. (laughs) (laughs) But because, like, you know, my boyfriend does the park run. Okay. You know, my friends go to the gym. You know, one of my mates, he walks all the time. Like I walk all the time, to be fair. Yeah. So I kind of feel, well, we're fit people. We are. Well, we're active people. But... I'm not really involved in it. <laughs> You're just around it. I just, I'm just around it so I just feel like yeah, I'm a really fit person. Are you absorbing fitness through osmosis? Osmosis, yeah. <laughs> what, see, what I do is I follow Richard Chambers. Okay. <laughs> and he goes running an awful lot. So that's nice. So I always think I I've run. been on that run. I run. I've been on that <laughs> I don't, Maeve. No. <laughs> I did one lap of Rings End Park which is one kilometre. Okay. To say it nearly killed me. Maeve... Have you ever run before? Yes, I I ran during the during the pandemic. That's a long time ago now. Yeah, I, I'm well aware of that. Name. <laughs> so are my knees. Uh, how's your shin splints? <laughs> your I, shins? I was running ten k. Wow. Dur- during during COVID, you really let I ran one k and I it nearly killed me. Yeah, but that's only the first one, girl. Oh God! I know. I know we've been back walking a good bit now because we're going to do the next part of a Camino this year. And um, there's parts of me going, what the hell? No. <laughs> what the hell happened there? I, like, I haven't seen any definitive evidence that exercise works. In what way? I feel, I feel, I feel they just need to be clearer. Because <laughs> I've exercised and I'm still not a ride. So I just feel like, I feel like there needs to be, you know, I, I need to, there needs to be more studies. Before before I get involved, I want to see more evidence. <laughs> I just I just want to say for the record, before I say this, I'm not coming on to you in any way. I just think you're right anyway. Exercise is not going to make any difference no, thanks, to me. Thanks, thanks. But like, I, I mean, I don't want that... to. I'll be honest with you. I don't want to ride you because no. that's a bit weird. <laughs> but you know, and I don't want you sitting there wondering. I know, I but gonna... I've got I've got a very magnetic personality, Neve, and I yeah. know that plays into a lot of my sexual attraction. Okay, but I also think at this moment, for our foreign listeners, riding means you know. Something very specific in Dublin. Sexual, sexual, yes, it sexual, means sexual, okay. sexual, sexual area. That's yeah. where we are. But I just feel, I just feel that they say exercise works and makes you more attractive and healthier. But I've exercised and I don't feel any of those things. Okay, so, so I just feel like there's a there's there's a high proportion of people that exercise doesn't work for. Well, and I think I'm one of those people. Well, it depends on why you want to exercise, right? But to be fair, you should exercise because it's going to make you live longer. But there's no point in living longer if you're not having a good time. (laughs) Is that what you're saying? I know. Like (laughs) in my family, in my family, like there's mental health issues on one side and there's heart condition on the other. Oh, wow. Okay, you can't prepare for both in the same time. (laughs) It'll be shite, but it'll be short. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) What I always say. But like. I, like, I think what I'm going to do is, right, maybe running is not the thing. I think I'm going to do hot yoga. Well, okay, you might have a better experience than my two friends who went to do hot yoga 
during their menopause years, which is probably not the best time to do it. <laughs> but like, is, is, <laughs> during the menopause, is, is all yoga not hot yoga? Yeah. Everything you do is fucking hot. Yeah, no, but look, no, yes, I get it. Hot yoga is an interesting one. Now, I just want to say for the record, just in case you're you're, you're have some misconception, hot yoga doesn't mean that the person doing the yoga is hot. No, I know. I've okay. done it before, Emmy. Okay, so you've done it before. Now, here's Did you the enjoy thing. it? I had a few. I'll be honest, right? I'll tell you how I fell out with hot, hot yoga, right? Okay. I was doing very well. I did about eight classes, right? Oh, okay. Then... Now, I'm, I'm sorry if this is too much for Monday morning for people, right? Were you beside someone? One of the things, there's a couple of things that happened, right? Okay. One of the things they don't tell you about hot yoga, right? <laughs> and I feel they should for anyone considering it. Okay. You have to drink a lot of water. Yeah, you do. And then you do a lot of twisting. Okay. Right? Okay. To say, <laughs> are you wringing yourself out? You know, like you ring a towel Me, when you're twisting. I swear to God, you are empty in the bag. It is when you're finished what, hot yoga. Why are you doing yoga? No, when you're finished hot yoga, what happens is <laughs> you, you walk out of hot yoga, you're feeling very zen. Okay, very, very lovely. lovely, snuggly, and then all of a sudden there's an urgency. <laughs> <laughs> Do they have hot yoga studios with lots of toilets? <laughs> Me. Or are you like me in a, in a one bathroom house? I was a, t- I was a ten minute walk. Me and my friend Alan, right? We did we did our first hot yoga together, right? Ten minute walk over the bridge of Rings End. Oh no! From my apartment, we got to the bridge and we we're like, "I'm the ensuite." <laughs> you at least had two. You're bathrooms. the main <laughs> Two toilets. I swear to God, we had our namaste. Oh as my they call gosh! It. <laughs> but anyway, it's just worth it's just worth knowing. That if you're going to attempt hot yoga, that's one thing that does happen, right? Okay. And I think it's worth knowing because okay, you have to drink a lot of water. Okay, that is worth knowing. That is worth knowing. The other thing is, right, my last hot yoga class that I did, I did it. Now, this is actually quite terrible. I did it after I went for afternoon tea. Okay. Like, we, I had a voucher for afternoon tea and we went and I was like, I'll catch hot yoga on the way back. And then Eve, I nearly shit myself on the mat. I had to, <laughs> like, and they don't let you out because it's like, <laughs> because you have, to, you have to keep the temperature. You have to keep the temperature <laughs> So she was just like, can you just lie down and go to sleep on the mat? I was like, that's absolutely what I do. Wake me in an hour. Oh, my and I never God. Went back. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> so. Have you thought of just doing yoga without the heat? Yeah. But like, apparently it's it's better when you do it with the heat. Really? Yeah. Well, you just, you're a bit more. Clearly. You know. Clearly it's better. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing but positive experiences going on there. <laughs> well, all I'm saying is two things. Okay. If you're doing hot yoga. Remember about your namaste because that's a thing that's going to happen. Pick a class <laughs> near a toilet. <laughs> secondly, don't go for afternoon tea before it. Yeah, be careful, You're welcome. What you, be careful what you eat before. You're welcome, listeners. So, you know the way we come into New Year and every year, so, you know, we talk about our New Year's resolution, you know, the sewing thing and all that stuff. And all oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. All the things we promised to do. But so, but then last year I was telling you that what my mother does is she asks us to have a, a word for the year and we have to you know, oh, yeah. Say it. What's your work for the gear needs? Well, do you know what's interesting? She didn't ask us this year. I think she was, she was <laughs> kind of, she was kind of put up. I put a lot of thought into no it. No interest. I, like I put a lot of thought into it because like, I, I got caught unawares the last time she asked me, right? So I, I put a lot of thought into my word of the year and I, <laughs> and I was sitting there. What was your word last year? Boundary. <laughs> <laughs> so I put a lot of thought into my word for the year and, and I realised I was very disappointed when she didn't ask me. So what, what is your word? My word for the year is proactive. Give me a break. 
I know because last year felt very reactive. I was doing a lot of things, reacting to work that came in. And I was just like, I kept saying I was going to do stuff. And then I didn't have time, energy or life worth yeah. <laughs> to do it. So this year I'm going to be proactive. proactive because you know what's happening to me a lot now is. I don't know about you, but every time somebody sends me a message, I go, oh, that's lovely, that message. And because sometimes I'm not in a position to actually answer it immediately or maybe I want to think about the answer I want to give in. And then I feel terrible pressure, <laughs> terrible <laughs> pressure because I realise that person knows I've read it. Yeah. And it's freaking me out, right? Because actually then they think I hate them because I haven't actually responded or... No. Anyway, doesn't I matter. Did, I, I'll be honest with you. Over Christmas, I'd say I responded to two people that oh, texted me. I, was I didn't respond so, to anyone else. Do you know what I did? I didn't even put out my New Year's Eve message. I did none of that this year. <laughs> I did none of that this year and I actually the normally Queen, there was no the Queen's speech I know normally I spend a little time telling people how I appreciate them and then I thought about it and I thought sometimes I get lost in the sea you of everything you can all just suck it that's what you can do I didn't quite use those words but yeah <laughs> <laughs> so I've decided I'm going to be proactive and that's the way I'm going to approach the year I want to be ahead of what I'm doing I'm not going to carry the guilt if I don't answer the question straight Absolutely. away but I actually want to do what I want to do this year. And it's not that I didn't have a wonderful time last year because I really did. I did amazing things last year. No, you were effing and blind and left, right and centre. I know. Every time I, met I was you. exhausted. <laughs> Every time I met you, you were giving out about something. I somewhere. was exhausted by the end of the year. I just sing I that bloody song no, one more time. No, stop it now. No, it's fine because it's Paul and Charlie's year now. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's their year. Thank God I've handed the baton on. This year is my year to be proactive. Okay. Okay. Well done, Nisa. So in a spirit of that. What's the first thing you're going to be proactive about? The first thing I'm going to be proactive about is I am going to record. And I've been talking about it all year. I haven't had a chance. And when Since I finally had time in December. <laughs> 1996. That was the last time you said that. I know. First time you started that. I have recorded since. Not of course much. you've recorded since now, Neve, But there's been no EP. No, you're right. You're right. So... Here's the thing. Do you know what I'm going to laminate? I'm going to laminate the thing that was in the Herald in 1996. You were like, I'm going to, I'm going to start recording a new EP. Still coming. No, I am going to record. Still That's coming, something Eve. I really want to do. So I'm going to do it. And feck yeah, I'm not telling you anymore. I'm telling you nothing. I'm telling you nothing anymore. You can feck right off. I, I'll tell you what I want. I want you to record How to Fall. Okay. The Dimming of the Day. Okay. Um... I guess it's just two. <laughs> no, no. Um, bus to St. Cloud. Oh, that's a great song. Um, I mean, it's well recorded, oh. to be fair, as is Dimming in the Day. But anyway. Oh, there's a couple of songs that I found that I think would be great. But oh, you yeah. That interested. Well, you've oh, How the Years Go By. Oh, yeah. Great song. Amy Grant's one. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I have to get past start. the 80s moment on that, you know, when I listen to it. Oh, how the years go by. That's See, a great song. You, think, think, you yeah. think I didn't hear that. I want to record some new music. I want to do it. I've wanted to do it for a long time. God yeah. knows I didn't have a, a minute to spare last year. And then I was sick near the second half of the year. So quite frankly, I'm done now. I'm done over. Done. So I'm going to be proactive. And then I'm also going to clean out my fucking wardrobe. It's annoying me. Anyway. <laughs> I have no clothes. I wear the well, same clothes. Well, we ran the whole gamut there. Now. I know. You have no idea. Listen. I'm going to record I, a Grammy winning EP. I realise at the key moments of my it's life for the sparse. last for the last three weeks 
every event that I was photographed on, I was wearing the same feckin' shirt. You know, I just, because that's how I am. You know that's how I am. I don't care about ASOS, the clothes. Neve. I know. ASOS. I know. I'm not, as, I'm not as on it as you just, are with no, the suits. I, no, all I do is like go on just ASOS, search by price. See the next time we're going to the, <laughs> the podcast. You know when we're going to win our podcast award this year, right? We're not going to win that. No, listen. We're not entering, Neve. Okay. 150 quid for a... I'm raging like, now because I'm... I, for I, a mini slider. I was going to suggest... <laughs> Give me a break. I was going to suggest we wear matching Can- suits. <laughs> We're not girls allowed, Neve. <laughs> anyway, so that's proactive is my thing this year. I'm going to be much more. I'm doing my own thing. What was your word last year? I oh, can't remember. There I'd like go. to go back to last there year's we go. episode. <laughs> Neve, we have a follow-up. Oh, amazing. Um... This is a follow-up from Pete. Okay. And this came in, this came in, it was a, re- it was response, he wrote this in response to when I posted you singing Oh Holy Night. Oh my God, Oh Holy Night. In the stories, right? So he replied and said, wow, she is amazing. Happy Christmas, Neve and Garot. <laughs> Thanks so much for the advice a couple of months ago. I wa- now, here's the thing, right? Pete wrote in, he wanted advice around experience. Ah, okay. I like, remember I think Pete. You, re- you remember Pete. Yeah. I remember Pete. So here and you told him to go and have a ride of him. <laughs> I did. I was very clear now. You were very, I, yeah, very clear. I was just, I, I just, I just, we had to make the assumption from the letter because he, he was being a bit coy. Yeah, he was. Uh, because as he said himself, he does have vicar vibes. Love that. He had vicar vibes, which I thought was very cute. I feel Pete should be our friend. Yeah. And um, he, uh, he said that his boyfriend was more experienced than him <laughs> and there were certain things hadn't occurred <laughs> <laughs> that he wanted her help I mean Jesus Christ why he wanted her anyway <laughs> but anyway he wanted advice so we gave him advice and we, we assumed that it was sexual well there was an assumption there was an assumption that it was sexual okay go on um, and you know by the thrust of this letter if you'll pardon the expression <laughs> I think those things may have occurred. I, I that okay. was very subtle the way you yeah. did that. Very subtle. Uh, thanks so much for the advice a couple of months ago. I wasn't sure how to address my problem with my boyfriend, so just did what you advised oh, other is... listeners to do and played him the episode with your advice. There's a lot of advice there. There was a lot of advice there. Yeah. Lube, I think, was the main one. <laughs> I... <laughs> I had built my lack of experience up so much in my head. I was convinced he would leave me. Aww. He laughed and thought it was. <laughs> oh, God, why am I laughing? I have to stop laughing. Anyway. Okay. He laughed and thought it was really funny, but it also really brought down the barriers between us, and things were really, are really, really great. Aww. Which is, that's, that's lovely. I'm, I'm delighted. Ever since then, we've been able to talk and communicate a lot better. I didn't give a lot of information, but yes. The problem was in the bedroom and you guessed right what it was. <laughs> By Although, you, he means you, Grote. Yeah, I had a fair idea. <laughs> Although my other half says it was never a problem. Bless him. But we took your advice, Grote, got a bit drunk and had fun. Oh, he's a keeper. A lot of fun. Oh. Well, well, well. Says <laughs> wheel and a small intestine around in a wheelbarrow. Oh my God. <laughs> So, for a minute, I was going to say, Grove, you look like a proud father, but I'm no, sure. No, please, for the love of God. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm going to have a hot yoga moment. <laughs> 
<laughs> I feel like I'm going to wee myself. Go on. Thanks so much for your help. You really are spreading love. <laughs> spreading more than love. Oh, stop it. Anyway. Stop it. <laughs> At Christmas, I met his parents and we are talking about getting engaged next summer. <sighs> Thanks again for all your help. Forever grateful. Pete. Oh, I'm so happy for I you, Pete. Pete. I'm delighted. I know. I'm absolutely <laughs> delighted. We never get the follow-ups where, you know, your advice was crap. Yeah. <laughs> it seems to me we never get a follow-up going, that was the worst piece of advice. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> How very dare. And I'm delighted, Pete. That's absolutely lovely. I'm, I'm, I'm Like, Pete's had a little sexual awakening. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little one. Doesn't seem that little to me, I'm going to switch. Well done, Pete. More power to you. I... I'm on the last leg of my Glamour Hammer tour. I'm on my really? last leg. I feel like I've you. been here before. <laughs> <laughs> the lack of enthusiasm. Uh, no, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited yeah. for oh, you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He sounds, oh, you sound absolutely enthusiastic. Um, last leg, 20 more dates, and then it's done. And I'll never mention it again. Really? I am in Baker Street on February the 9th. I'm very excited. I am in the Museum of Comedy in London on the 20th of January. I will be doing shows in Longford, Carrick and Shannon, Bob Riggan. Pavilion in Dunleary. I'll be doing a work in progress in Tala uh, in the, the Civic. Oh. Um, and there's the Lark in Balbriggan. There's a few other ones. Right. Um, GetRoughFairly.com is where all the information is. Uh, you can also go through the link in my Instagram bio. You're so tech savvy. So I'm tech. like Only so impressive. So impressive. I'm like that guy. What's his name? Elon Musk. Except less opinionated. Yeah, don't be him. Less opinionated. Hashtag be less Elon. Because there's a bit of a musk. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, be sure to check out Glamour Hammer. I can hardly wait for the next tour. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to need to talk about your lack of enthusiasm. I love you. You know I love you. It's that time of year again. One time of year, Neve. It's time to turn on the heating and hope for the best when your bill comes. Neve, I've never been more stressed. I know. Than the January, the January bill. I swear to God, I've been sitting freezing. I know, because you get paid like early December. You see, that's what I do. You see, I sit freezing for about five days a week. And then the weekend, I put the heating on. All weekend. Constant. Electric blanket, I don't even turn it off. Well, you know what? You can save yourself some stress and listen to 180 degrees. The podcast that will tell you how to reduce your energy use and save you money. I mean, honestly, that is like my heaven. It's a go-to. It is. Listen wherever you get your podcast and find out more at seai.ie forward slash podcast. Love it. Neve. We have to tell these people that we are part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. It is a network of curious, creative people making wonderful podcasts to put out into the world. Yeah, we're definitely curious. Yeah, curious. That's all. <laughs> um, and what we want is our listeners to support our show. Yes, we do. So we don't get cancelled. Yeah. 115 episodes have made a penny. Mm. We're not going to talk about it. Um, so what you can do to support our show and to keep us on the air yes. is you can become a member of Headstuff Plus by pledging as little as five euro per month. Yeah. And in return for that, you will get access to Headstuff Plus, where you will receive bonus content from our show. And from all the shows, actually. All of the shows in Headstuff Podcast Network. I mean, obviously, you're going to select that we're your favourite. So, you yes. you know, obviously, you're going to support us. Yes. But so the thing when, is, you don't. that doesn't mean you won't get other bonus content. So when you're signing up, you pledge your money to go to Agony Rants. Yeah. In total. In total. All of it. Yeah. I mean, we love our other people on this. On Not the- enough to pay them, Neve. No. Not enough to pay them. Um, so 
We would also, if you would like to um, help us out, you know, to put some food on the table, you can buy our merch. Oh, yes. We have mugs. We have totes. Love. We also uh, have Do Not Disturb signs, which we need to we need to decide what we're going to do with because we've got a few of them left over. Right, okay. I think what we might do, we could give them to letter writers. If we feel they've given a good letter? If we feel they've got a good letter. Well, then, no, well... I'm not sure about that. No, Neve is just worried because that's going to continue and then we'll have to buy more. <laughs> no, I, I don't subscribe to everybody should get a, a doing a disturb oh, sign. No, oh, no, 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 <laughs> no. The Neve, problem is, you know. Just you, ones that are particularly sad or particularly touching or particularly, Do they have you to know, be sad or touching? We want them if, funny. Let's be honest. We don't want sad or touching. <laughs> if we feel somebody deserves a do not disturb sign. Okay. Okay. I, I'm just I, saying we have, a, we have a stock and head stuff are going to just bin them. <laughs> I don't know what the criteria is. We'll work out a criteria. We'll, we'll work out a criteria. We'll figure out something. Neve's not on board. No. Um, I, the other thing we want to do is we want to cross-promote another show on the Head Stuff Podcast Network because that's what we do. Yeah, we're we helpful do. people. We are helpful um, as long as we're not giving them money. One of the shows that we were promoting because we did a, a feed swap with Tell Me Everything by Liam Garrow. Oh yeah, brilliant. Yeah, so go have a listen to Liam. He's Love absolutely that. brilliant. Tell Me Everything, you'll mm -hmm. find it. It's not on Head Stuff, it's on another network. Can't remember which one. But it's a good show. Yeah. Lots of good guests. The show from Head Stuff that we're going to promote this week is... Phoning, phoning it, in. it In, which is an improv radio show. Yeah, it's really good. There's loads of comedians have been on it. It's mm -hmm. very funny. Yeah. It's one of my favourite shows. It's long running. Yes, it is. Great guests. Absolutely hilarious. Do we not come under technically long running? <laughs> yeah, kind of now. Yeah, we are. Episodes. I think we are. Yeah, long running. So it's time for some respect, Neve. Oh, without a doubt. From our peers. Peer <laughs> respect. That's what we want. <laughs> sure, he highly commended did that. Oh, don't mention the war. Anyway. Here's, here's a clip. Hello, my name is Dave Coffey and I'm the host of Phoning It In, the hilarious improvised phone-in show. It's like Joe Duffy's Liveline, except we make it all up on the spot. We've got a back catalogue of over 100 episodes featuring some of the best comedy performers in the country. People like Kevin McGahern, Alison Spittle, Killian Sunderman, Shane Dan Byrne, Joanne McNally, Michael Fry, Emma Doran, Peter McGann, Hannah Mamalas, Tony Cantwell, and so many more. Join me, Dave Coffey, for phoning it in right here on the Headstuff Podcast Network. Neve, we have a problem. I'm going to read Rachel's because this is okay. Funny. Okay, so, dear Garota Neve, I'm a newbie and I just started listening when I heard Neve singing Oh Holy Night on the wireless. <laughs> And holy bejeebus. Holy Rachel, Rachel is, jeebus. Oh, holy Rachel jeebus. in our late 60s. She was incredible. <laughs> I've been binging it over Christmas and I feel you are my new best friends. Aww. Thank you. I, I have to say, it's lovely. The, moment, the thing that people most say to me about the podcast is when they discover it, whenever it is, they tend to go back and binge on it. <laughs> I know it's good. What did we say at the start? I know. It's amazing. Anyway, um, I broke up with my long-term boyfriend while we were on holidays last August. It was my second big relationship. And while I was very upset about it, I also knew it had been coming for a while. Our present was OK, but we both wanted very different things from our future. And it was clear there was no way to resolve it. We live in a rented house, at which I moved out of. I moved back in with my parents 
brackets, I know, because she's probably looking at us with the eyes in the heaven (laughs) for a few months and finally rented a new place in December. I haven't really been there at all because it's been decorated and I was moving my stuff in. Now, I just want to say for the record, it's not always a bad idea to move back in with your parents or to leave the family home. (laughs) Right. But as long as you're not paying the rent in the rented house, that's fine. Right. Anyway, now to be now to the juicy stuff. My first relationship was with a childhood friend. We ended up in the same college and we were together for all of our 20s. When we broke up, I was absolutely devastated. I thought he was the one. Oh, bless. But he wasn't. He wasn't growed. Uh Anyway, I had only seen him once or twice since then. He broke up with me and I know a couple of years ago we asked a couple of mutual friends about me. I still carry a torch because first love and all that. Anyway, the weekend before Christmas, I was moving in the last of my stuff. And when I walked into the lift carrying my boxes, the lift door opened and who should be standing there? Only himself. Get the hell out of here. I nearly died. I bet you did. I we said hello and it was all a bit awkward. Anyway, we were going to the same floor. He is actually my feckin' neighbour. But we had a nice chat for about 20 minutes and said oh, we'll have to have a coffee sometime. My God. No idea if he's single or what, but all of the old buttons are being pushed. My Obviously, my brain has gone absolutely crazy over this uh, over Christmas. So I need some serious reasoning and rational thinking. So, Neve, please help me. How dare you? <laughs> Part of me thinks I need to move. What the hell should I do? I need to do an- or do I need to do anything? Really need your help. ASAP, Rachel. Rachel, are you living a Hallmark movie? What the hell is going on here? <laughs> this is a Hallmark movie. It's a movie. little bit. It is a little bit movie of the week, isn't it? <laughs> Rachel. Oh, my God. So you, many well, things. What do you think? Oh, so many things. So many things. You know what? It could be the time. In, in in the Hallmark movie of our heads. <laughs> this could be the time. This is the problem. This could be the time. It could be the right thing. He left you and unless he was given a kidney to someone else, that's probably an indication it's not for the future, right? Okay. Rachel, I think we fall in love with who we think we were at then and who that person was, right? You haven't lived that life for a while. You're different people. In short, I say... Let it be a bit more organic. Try not to obsess over what was and try and find what is now because you are different. Does that sound good? That sounds really good, Neve. That's very professional. Sounds good. No, but that is true. Now, because I, you know, I, ha- I have been a soldier in the sense that, you know, there's there's always someone that you have a little hankering for because because they were the the one, right? You know, the yeah, person. Yeah. And then you meet them and you go, oh, <laughs> it's a little free song of loveliness. I know, yeah. But it, here's the thing. You aren't the same person you were then and they, neither are they. So you need to get to know that person now. That may or may not happen. That's you now this time. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> That's not my old um, lady watch. <laughs> my old lady thing. Do you know what I'm, do you know what I'm know, talking about? I know about? exactly what you mean, Niamh. And do you know what? Rachel, I will I w- say this and then I'm going to talk about me before I talk about Rachel. Okay, go on then. I absolutely hate being attracted to somebody. Oh yeah, no, I know. It's the worst. I absolutely, there's nothing I hate more. There's nothing I reject more in myself than when I'm attracted and to And why is that? Is it I because just hate you... it. I, like ever since I was a kid. What do you hate? Do you, hate, do you somebody... hate who you become? When yeah, I, yeah, I hate yeah. who I become. I yeah. hate that I think about them. I, I hate everything to do with it, right? <laughs> I love it. Oh no, I hate it. I hate it. I hate the obsession. I hate the... <gasps> 
anyway. Obsession. <laughs> yeah, I do. I get obsessed. I know, I know. I do, I get no, obsessed. No, we yeah, do. Yeah. We do know Thankfully, that. like. I know. But do you not, do you not find what happens sometimes is you recreate how amazing that was? And and actually, it, maybe it wasn't as amazing as you think. It's never as amazing no. as you think. No, no, It's awful. Like, we broke your heart. He, he so, really did. You were devastated. You were devastated. Devastated, Rachel. <laughs> so here's the thing, right? I'm going to give you your pragmatic advice. <gasps> and then I'm going to give you my advice. Okay, go on. Pragmatic advice is you do not contact this man again. Casual hello. Ball is in his court. Hello. Make him chase. How are you? You do not ever knock on that man's door. Never. Never. Right? The ball's in his court. You don't know. He could be married. He could be... You don't know what the situation is. But the last thing you need is to be namasteing on your own doorstep. Right? (laughs) (laughs) It's the last thing you need. It's going to make things awkward. You're already getting over somebody. That's... You're rebounding like hell. Perfect advice. Okay? Perfect Perfect advice. Now I'm going to give you my advice. Okay. (laughs) You find every excuse to knock on that man's door. Oh, no! And when you do, you do it in a negligee. Right? Oh my God. You you drop things in front of him and bend over to pick them up. Stop it. You Stop it. nail that man down because clearly the gods and fate have decided on your behalf it's thrown you together. When does that happen? <laughs> when does that happen? That's a little window into your soul there. Yeah, that's Good. my advice. I'm no. not saying take my advice. No, here. But I know what I would do. Here's what I'd be doing. I would be pulling fire alarms at four o'clock in the morning. So you could come out and see, you'd see him in his pajamas. <laughs> oh, see I, what he wears at I night. Would, I would fake a break in. <laughs> you name it, I, I feel, would do it. I feel you're not taking this seriously. Break the window of his car. <laughs> Rachel, there's another way of doing that. to tell him. Okay, okay. okay stop now. Stop if now. he's got a dog, kidnap it. <laughs> the, the thing about it is, right, what you don't want, and this is sometimes what can happen if you are, are namaste on your own doorstep, is you don't want to be aware of your neighbours no, in the apartment because yeah, it's it's, very it, it's too close. It's too yeah. it's too claustrophobic. Yeah. I it, honestly don't over dramatize this. Don't think about it. He's not your future just this moment. He may be your future down the way, but right now you need to deal with the fact that you split up with someone, which I think you're kind of nearly all already over. But yeah. I think actually you need to deal with who you are as a person and enjoy that for a little bit. Do you know what I'm going to say as well, right? <gasps> what are you going to say? One of the things that she said in this letter that I do think is worth saying, there's no such thing as the one. No, there isn't. There isn't. The one is whoever happens to be around. <laughs> At a point when you say, I'm ready for the one. I don't mean to. <laughs> you know, we were, almost, anyone. we were almost in a Hallmark movie there. <laughs> But there is no such thing as the one. The one could be anyone. And the, there's not just one person for, like, I, I don't believe <laughs> in that. For your whole life. No, I, I, I'm kind of with you on I that. I know yeah. there are people that you kind of look at and go, they were, the only the only one there is, is the one that got away. Yeah, that's a hard one. And that's, and that's, th- there's no point in that. There's no, like, the only thing that will do is screw with your head. Sometimes so, I think, I, sometimes I think when you look back on past relationships, you miss who you were in that situation. Oh my God, I hate who I was in all of those situations. No, no, stop now. You're not I the do. only part. We're not talking about you, right? <laughs> oh, no, do you know what I'm panic. talking about? What I'm saying is sometimes you miss maybe that stage of your life. Maybe you were having, you know, maybe it was easier. I, I think you need to be thinking about the fact that you are not with him and have chosen not to be with him, even though he made that choice. And maybe that's the main reason you want to go back. Right? Yeah. But who he is and who you are are very different people now. Right? So don't, you won't be that person you were 
and you shouldn't be because actually who you are now is amazing. What you need to do is you need to maintain dignity at all times that in this happens. situation. Never now, happens. that's yeah. the pragmatic advice. Mm-hmm. Garoud <laughs> doesn't even know that dignity exists. <laughs> never had it. Just, never just ride up it. and down the lift. Never will. Ride up and down the lift until he gets See, in. That's exactly what I do. <laughs> that's exactly what I do. I'm getting up at seven o'clock in the morning. What are you going to do? I'm going to stand the lift until he comes home at five. Take a, <laughs> well, any questions? Take a motion six and spin yeah, before you get it. <laughs> that's exactly what I should be doing. What am I going to do? I'm going to break into his mailbox and rob his post so I can deliver it later on. No, but seriously. Oh, like take an axe to your fuse box. Do you, do you have power? I've no power. Do you want to come over I've li- <laughs> and light some candles with me? I need someone Just to keep me really warm. feeling really vulnerable on my own. <laughs> I, I, I want to see your Hallmark movie. <laughs> It'll be called Not a Shred of Dignity. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel, we love you. We have to hear how this pans out. Let us out. know how this pans out. But I, I like. Oh my God. I, I want to save you from yourself. I, but, you know, I, and but I, actually... just, I beg you, I beg you not to listen to any of my advice. No, please Even don't. though this is what I would do. I beg you not to listen to it. Listen, Rachel. Because you will have no <laughs> mental health. <laughs> Garot has literally given you how not to. See, that's the sort of frizz on that now I'm absolutely down for. Oh, me too. Uh, Neve, we have another problem. Uh, okay, come on then. Okay, this is a problem from Grace. Okay, Grace. Um, okay. Uh, it's titled, My Friend Needs Advice. Hi guys, love the pod and hope you had a good Christmas and New Year. My friend came to me looking for advice, but I think this needs agony rants. Happy to help. Okay. So background to the story, my friend, mid-30s, who we will call Julie, has been single for two years after coming out of a long-term relationship. Mm -hmm. She met a fella a few months back and has been texting him since then. They have gone on a few dates and days out together to cinema, shopping, meals, etc. She mentions him from time to time and she thinks he is nice, but she says she doesn't feel that strong butterfly feeling about him and doesn't really give too much away about him. Mm. Up to now... I've been trying to tell her that sometimes fellas that are too enthusiastic or love bomby at the start most probably can be a red flag and to give it time as she really enjoys his company that love will blossom. So she has been giving him a chance and decided to meet up with him a few times over Christmas. He has been really nice holding doors, pulling out chairs, the lot. (laughs) Is that a lot? They're they're just, yeah. (laughs) Are we back in homework? What's going on there? Okay, go on. Uh, the last outing was last week where they spent almost a full day together and went for food and shopping. That's my worst nightmare for you a date. was on a date like that. Yeah, that's weird. So we are just back in work this week and she was filling me in on the crack and we collectively are trying to decide whether or not she likes him. As a collective. Okay. She can't put her finger on it, but she says her mind changed last week when he called to her house to pick her up. She said she heard his car pulling up outside and she got her bag and walked out her front door. She met him on her driveway where he looked really surprised to see her and said in a nervous voice and stuttered, oh, oh God, you're ready to go. When he saw her as if he had seen a ghost. She said his face went pale and he got exceedingly awkward for a person who was expecting to see her at her own house. (laughs) How intimidating is your friend? She doesn't know why he made that noise. And she thinks this could be a nail in the coffin as she wasn't feeling the mad initial spark in the first place. (laughs) He doesn't know why he made that noise. 
<laughs> I often wonder that about my husband. Why have you made that noise? <laughs> <laughs> we are at the stage now where yeah. we are thinking there is a difference between not having serious butterflies <sighs> when you start seeing someone and then when you when you are just old. Plain old. Plain old, not interested in someone. And we can't figure out what she should do next. <laughs> This is very clear as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> we're already, we're going, what? And? <laughs> She's been talking to him here and there since the date, but has kind of cooled off. I don't think this woman ever warmed up. And we don't know whether she is self-sabotaging what could be a nice, healthy relationship. Okay, fair point. Is this ick really her gut telling her he's not right? Or should she throw it away based off that one interaction? Any advice is greatly appreciated. Thank you, Grace. Grace, hmm. I think what Julie needs to do is decide whether she actually wants to date at all currently. I suspect Julie is probably a bit meh and not sure about who she is at I the moment. I think she's a lot meh. Yeah. I don't I think, think... I don't think this is the boy. There's nothing in any of this... That says that he's says the one. she's interested. <laughs> <laughs> Remotely interested. She's basically hanging out with some young fella who, who got a fright when she came out of her door sooner than him knocking, you know. I don't really understand that bit. You see, I think I think what's happening, right, is I think he's interested in her. Yeah, probably. And I think that he is frantically a trying bit. to find a way to make her interested in him. Yeah, maybe so. And she's just a bit aloof. Because, because she's, she's not feeling it. not feeling it. Yeah. I don't think she's... It's a bit unfair to say it's the ick factor because it's probably not as strong as that. It doesn't appear to be because it was the ick factor. You would be gone. I'd be gone if it was an ick. You know what I mean? It's very hard. Yeah, I, th- I do you know what? I think it's less than that. I, th- I don't think she has any strong feelings either way. I think she's just absolutely apathetic to this man. And nobody needs and I, meh. Yeah, nobody needs that. As a matter of fact, nobody deserves meh. And in the early days, if you're waiting for the butterflies. Oh no, you like should Like there be should be, it. there should be something. Yeah, I mean, you can be friendly and enjoy the, you know. No, she could be heavily medicated. That could be <laughs> the problem. <laughs> I do think it's, I do think it's game over. And I do think it, it sounds like he is working a little bit harder maybe than he should be yeah in that situation when you've had a couple of dates and and I think to be kind maybe let him off the hook oh, be definite because otherwise back. you might need a restraining order <laughs> I, no I listen Neve Kavanagh with some optimism there I know no I mean be definite about whether you just say look I'm not really feeling this the thing about it is it's this concept of the nice guy are they always the better option it, well being a nice guy shouldn't really factor into it. No. It's like, do you like them? It's if you don't like them, it doesn't matter if they're nice It doesn't nice matter guy. if they're nice or nasty. The thing is how you feel about them, how they make you I feel. I love a nasty one. Oh. I loved a bad boy back in the day. Did you? Oh, Did yeah. you? A hot mess. <laughs> if I even suspected there no. was a sniff of a mental health problem. Oh, yeah. I was on board. <laughs> But do you not think hot mess is different to nasty? No, just, you know, someone that you're like, this guy's going to make my life a misery. Can't and you're wait. like, he's the Can't one. Can't wait. He's the one. <laughs> That's never going to be boring, is it? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to be racked with trauma. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, look, you know, to be honest with you, I just think you're not, uh, Julie's not feeling it, Grace. What you need to ask yourself, Grace, is are you trying to encourage Julie to go out with this man? Is that why you're invested? Or do you feel that because maybe you said in passing, 
give him a chance and now you feel like you have to justify that. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, to be honest with you, you know, she, if she's giving him a chance you're still not feeling it, I think that's it. Yeah, now. it's time to let him go. There's and, nothing wrong with being wrong, Grace. No, and do you know what? The other, the other part of it is, Grace, you weren't necessarily wrong in your concept. You're right, sometimes it's not immediate. You know, and sometimes it's nice to go out and what there's nothing lost to go out on a few dates. Yeah, it's que- just like we've had a, a nice question. time. Here's a question. Good you, luck. It's not how you feel when you're shopping with someone. To be honest, the difference that it makes is how you feel when you kiss them. Exactly. Maybe that's the question. How are things in the boudoir? No, you don't have to no. be in the boudoir, right? Oh, listen, come on. Jane Austen could be well. involved in this whole Hallmark. Uh, listen, it's going to be more Jane Austen than Hallmark. What's doing, kissing her hands in Liffey Valley? You, you don't know. Listen, one problem could be I have never been shopping with somebody I didn't hate. If I go <laughs> shopping with somebody, the person that's with me, I despise them. Immediately. I'm just like, please, for the love of God, get away. Right. Because no matter who it is, you're like, should I buy this? And then they go, no. And you're like, well, I really want it. No, it's... <laughs> you, you, do you buy things to I spite people? Them. I absolutely... No matter who it is, I hate them. But the problem is, I always need advice when I go shopping. <laughs> so I always have to go with somebody. And I spend the day hating them. Do you know what? It's no wonder that you've had stomach problems for last year. I know, yeah. You don't need medication for that at all. You need to get busy. You need to get busy? Working, working, <laughs> working. Keeping our pants, Kavanagh. <laughs> um, I, I think it's time to let him go. I think it's time. Let him off the hook, Grace. And um, Do you know what? You and Julie should go Julie out and have the crack. Like, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, right, Grace? <laughs> I don't want to upset you. Julie sounds like a lost cause. <laughs> Like I mean, no, if, Julie, she like, she if Julie can't decide, like, if Julie's with somebody who's a nice guy, like I don't know whether I like him or not, and she's startling people in her driveway, it's like Julie's not ready for a relationship. Startling people, <laughs> like if the oh, like if like shopping's not a date. <laughs> it's like like put Julie on Grace. Yeah, <laughs> we need we need Julie. We need to talk to Julie. We need Julie's take on this. Let him be free to be nice to someone else. Maybe I think we've done what we can. He probably needs to bring his mother shopping. Is this episode long enough? Yeah, no, it is. We start, well, about 40 minutes. 41 minutes. 41 minutes. Oh, 41 good minutes. 41 good minutes. Maybe we'll be doing another one. Another problem? Yeah, yeah if you we'll want. we'll do another problem. We'll do another problem because we've got time. Oh, my gosh. Um, Which one will we will do? Will we do? Will we do Sandra? We should do the one with, um, with Brian, who's practically moving him in. Brian. Okay. Let's do Brian. Because this is slightly time sensitive. This is slightly time sensitive, it is. Dear Neve and Garode, I love you both and I was so excited to get my do not disturb sign. So ah. That's his way of telling us he subscribes. Subscribes. Okay. Brian, whatever Brian, you want. Brian, we should have put what, you... Whatever you want, love. We should have put you at the top <laughs> of the episode. <laughs> uh, so I have been seeing this guy for about three months and all is good. We are great together and spend a lot of time together in each other's places. Very nice. We spend all of our weekends and then see each other at least once during the week. We like a lot of the same things, with one exception, his fucking awful <laughs> flatmate. <laughs> she is a pain in the arse. She's always hanging around and inserting herself into our conversation and is very happy to be the third wheel. Oh, that's awful. Look, she's just looking for two gay best friends, clearly, right? Yeah, of course she is. Anyway, their lease is coming to an end and I'm considering asking him if he wants to move in with me. I don't know if it's too soon and he has joked about it. Okay, so you both have kind of flirted it out there. Love to know what you think. We are both in our late 20s and have never liked or never lived with a partner before. Do you think I should wait? Even as I write this, I think I'm going to do it. (laughs) They have to be out in the middle of February and I know my flatmate will be cool with him moving in. 
Love to know your thoughts, Brian. Brian, when, Brian. when? Listen, you don't need our advice. You're you get the already... hot boyfriend on the other side of the bed and you get rid of what's-her-face. Class. That, I mean, that's win-win, Brian. Wow. Why wouldn't you? Well, what's the worst that can happen? He has to move out. He has to move out somewhere anyway. Now, here's the thing. There's a couple of, like, things to be aware of here. Okay. Right? What you're doing is, you don't like his flatmate. Does he? Good question. Does he? That's a question. What you are potentially opening up here is that his flatmate is now a visitor to your house. Well, it just depends on how they became flatmates. Because sometimes people randomly become flatmates. Yeah. Right, so if that's the Fair. case... She could just jog on and you may, may never see her again. The chances are, even wherever he moves in next, he's not going to live with her. But the other thing that you have to be careful of is the dynamic has been that you uh, go to his place and you're sick of her. Mm. So what you need to do, because you know how that made you feel, if you're moving, if he's moving in with you yeah. and you have a flatmate, yep. you need to be very certain... That your flatmate... That your flatmate doesn't yeah. become the problem. Right? Um, so I would say that him moving into your place will be second on the list. Yeah. First on the list, could you get a place together? Oh, yeah, somewhere separate. Yeah. No, I don't think that's what he's wanting. I don't think he's ready for that. Do you need a flatmate? No, I think Brian thinks it'd be fun to have his, his boyfriend in the same flat and he's thinking he's not ready to move out. Because remember, if the two of you are living in a flat together, that's a oh, different least, dynamic. Yeah. It's a very different dynamic, right? So I suspect this could be a trial. Say to him, listen, if you're looking for somewhere to stay because you've got to be out in February, if if you're not, I mean, obviously you have to clear up how his relationship with the original flatmate because we don't have that information, right? No, no. So if they're friends, then you need to deal with that because then this person's going to be in your life if you're going to be with this man, right? The other thing I'm going to say is the it's a kind of a trial live together. Come and you can stay here yeah, yeah. for a month or two while you figure out where you're going to have to go. Oh, that's a good one. Right? So you're basically saying, okay, do you know what? Why don't you, you take your time looking for a place. Stay with me in the stay meantime. Me. Now, the only thing about that dynamic is obviously he's going to be living in your space. So yeah. maybe at the end of that, the two of you will go, actually, we're really enjoying this. Let's this get is our own quite place. successful. Let's get our own place. I totally agree with that. This is kind of like a little, little trial. Don't make it like, let's move in forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and he's not going to be on the lease, clearly, with you and your flatmate. You also have to clear it with your flatmate, even though they say he's fine with it. You know, you got to be okay. Also, do you know one thing that could be a problem here? Feels right? like there's a lot of conversations to be had. Here. There is a lot of conversations. Yeah. The other thing that you need to do is right because you're, there's going to be a lot of stuff. Yeah. Oh, stuff. Storage. 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 Get yeah. a storage box. You need to get a storage box just to put stuff in because what you both don't you. want is and both of you put it in to be pissing each other off because oh, like he's got all his pots and pans yeah. in my bedroom. Like yeah. you know, don't let that, don't let those be the things that annoy you. Yeah, but, you know, listen. But they will be. It's about a practical thing, right? So use it as a trial thing. Say, look, you can stay with me for the couple of weeks while you figure out what it is you want to do and see how you like that before you get into the let's live together forever. And I don't think you've anything to to worry about, right? Because you're in a relationship, like you're together a couple of months, you're having a lovely time and he has joked about moving in with you. So in a situation where something like this is happening and he jokes about moving in with you, uh, it's he's putting it out there. Yeah, but the other thing is, if he if you suggest it and then he goes, oh no, I'd rather have my toenails out, don't be offended by that. You know, no, it no, might be just too days. soon. It's early so days. it is early days. So uh, listen, here's how it is, Brian. Why don't you look at it as a temporary thing? 
It's a temporary. While he's looking for somewhere else to live. Because, yeah. you know, unless they find somewhere immediately and their best mates and they want to live, continue living together, then essentially that's a good option. Exactly. Rather than making the forever decision. And also, you're, like, it's it's not like you're just seeing each other once a week. Like, you're, you're spending all your weekends together. Yeah. You see each other during the week. It's a thing. Yeah, this is, this is happening. And mm-hmm. whether you're going to move in with him or not. Yeah. When you're in a relationship with somebody and they're moving house because they have to move. Yeah. You have to talk about whether you're going to move in together or not. And if you're not going to move in together, be clear on why you're not going to move in together. Yeah. So it's a conversation you have to have anyway and you want him to move in so there's no harm in saying it. If he doesn't yeah. want to move in, it's grand. Do it short term. You know, don't make it forever. It's like, you know, when, when I gave up cigarettes, I said, you know, I'm not going to have another one. I'm still saying it 25 years later. You know, <laughs> you know the point is, it doesn't, you don't have to look at it as this is the this is the decision has to stay where it is. Currently, he might need somewhere to stay in the, in the meantime. So I think that's probably the, the best way to deal with that, Brian. Yeah, it's exciting You know, I mean, well. to be honest, we already know you haven't moved in. I mean, he's, he's already moved, moved in, in, in your head. Yeah, he's probably, he's probably, like, I don't know when this came in. It was, yeah. No. So, I mean, he could be moved in. Like, you know, they could be engaged. Yeah. <laughs> I always want to hear about how these relationships come out. Definitely. And it doesn't matter if you wrote into us in episode one or episode two. Oh, we want to know. The door is always open for a We want to know at any yeah. time. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. I, I feel that this has got potential for I feel it's got potential. Yeah, yeah, I'm dying to know. Like, tell us more about the flatmate because I really, I want to know why she's awful. Like, yeah. Don't give us Don't give us half a story Yeah I know If someone is a pain in the arse Tell us all of the details Tell I us know. why they're a pain in the arse Tell us how you want to get rid of them <laughs> Paint the picture We're here for it Grod wants to hear that I, That's the details I love <laughs> I know I don't want to hear how great somebody is I want to hear how <laughs> awful somebody is I love it when they start off We're having a wonderful time But, but. Neve, it's been wonderful to oh talk to you. Oh my gosh, so wonderful. Um, we will chat to you next week. Agnirant at gmail.com if you want to get in touch. Uh, please subscribe on Headstuff Plus. We have merch. Oh yes? Yes. We Do we still have, have merch? Uh, we have, I think there's some of the mugs and oh yeah, we love the totes. Yeah, well the totes. Totes, bad investment. Okay. Bad investment. Well, not worry about the totes. Not great. Not great now. We might run a competition yeah. for the totes. <laughs> yeah, there might have to be a meeting. Neve. Might have to be a meeting. We will chat to you next week. Oh, bye. Bye. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.